0: So, welcome back to the Expert Edge. Today, you are in for a treat. I am interviewing one of my really good buddies and a guy who I would consider is probably the smartest guy when it comes to messaging in the world. And so, his name is Brandon Lucero. He's the guy that I go to, and I've used a lot of his strategies to create amazing messaging that cuts through the clutter and the competition that is out there. So if you feel like your message when you create videos on social media, send out emails, etc. goes unheard, then today's podcast is going to be phenomenal for you. We go through what he calls the four phases of experiencing content. And once you know these phases, you're going to understand how to actually start to uh, create content that gets the response that you're actually looking for. We dive deep into this part where we talk about uh, messaging with specificity. It's so powerful for me. Like I've got like a page of notes that I think you're going to walk away with and start using and implementing right away. Now, on top of that, I really was excited about a training series that Brandon is running very soon. In fact, the the release of this podcast it starts like in a couple of days. So if you want to learn how to create messaging that really attracts millions of people, millions of dollars, and makes you Cut through the clutter and stand out as a true authority in the market. Then I'd recommend you to go and join his free three part training series. You can check that out in the show notes or just go to colinboyd.co forward slash brandon and it's B R A N D uh, O N. And so then you can go to the link in the show notes. But that training series is going to be insane. So definitely check that out. But let's get into it. Let's talk about messaging that attracts millions. Uh-huh. You are
1: listening to the expert edge podcast this is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities and scale their business up get ready to access your next level of potential with your host colin boy
0: so brandon lucero
1: welcome to the expert edge brother yeah man thanks for having me I'm excited to be here <laughs>
0: so good. Now uh mate I'm excited to have this chat. Uh first of all for the audience for those of the listeners who aren't familiar with you and what you do, uh help them to understand kind of what you do and and why you're so passionate about it.
1: Yeah, um well the easy way to explain it is I talk about very similar things as you Colin but in a different context. Um I talk about it more in the front end of content. And so uh Basically, in a nutshell, what we do is messaging, but I take a very different approach to messaging. And one of the reasons why I love what I do is because most people will focus on content first, and then their content goes unheard. They're unheard. They're not able to communicate, or they just have complete lack of clarity about what they do. And it hurts them because they can't get any traction. They know that they can help people. They're usually like very skilled at what they do. They have a big heart and want to help, but it just seems like they're they're invisible. and. What the problem is, is that they focus on content first, not realizing realizing content is just a vehicle that delivers a message. And if you're not intentional with what you're saying or how you're saying it to one, get attention, uh, create demand, uh, create desire, and to keep people on your content, well, then it doesn't really do you any good. So we kind of fix this whole unheard entrepreneur trap that a lot of people seem to mm-hmm. be in and
0: to be honest, what does you, that mean? Like, describe what it means to be unheard. What does it feel like?
1: So that yeah. people would know, would be able to go like, "Oh, that—that's maybe me." Well, I, I know this person very well, so I'll just describe exactly the pain points and the common mistakes that they're making. So, some of the biggest pain points is that um, you haven't seen any significant growth in audience or sales in at least three months. Uh, you you put out content probably like at least three times a week but it feels like no one's paying attention to it and even mm. if people do pay attention to it they're definitely not buying or converting into mm. anything um the next thing is is you are the type of person who knows that you're really good at what you do but you see people that may not have the skills as you know that you do but they're making more sales and getting more traction' mm. you're like what are they doing uh and you have a really big heart but Unfortunately, like how skilled you are and how big your heart is, has nothing to do with how effective your content is going to be. And so you're kind of like this unheard entrepreneur who's been doing everything that everyone told you to do a ton of how-to content. And that's the other thing is 70% of your content um, is probably how-to content and, or educational content. And then when you hear educational content, you're mostly focusing on tutorials but there's other ways to create educational content that are not tutorials that are also engaging. Um, Some of the other mistakes that you're making are you're serving your audience and giving your audience everything that they want. And when we look around like Brene Brown, Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, uh, Gary Vee, if I didn't say him already, they aren't serving anybody. What they're doing is they're understanding they are the light that will attract everyone. And so what we want to do is craft a message that people get enrolled to uh, enrolled into. So you have to understand that people come for you and your message. You don't like there's a, we want to be of service to our audience, but we don't want to be a servant to them. It's a slight difference, Mm. but it's a powerful one. And I think so many people change who they are or change what they want to talk about or adjust or talk about things they don't want to talk about just to try to cater to people. But what it does is it gives you very. It makes you very generalized no one really knows what it is you do you're not able to go deep on certain things and so those are some of the problems and mistakes that we help fix and it's becoming a really big problem um actually because of the pandemic because mm. what's happened is this it's great that it's brought so much awareness to online content like people are learning online and consuming online content like we've never seen before mm. but at the same time there's a million on offline businesses who now had to go online and they're doing courses and classes. And so, and then when more people are consuming online content and seeing other people having these businesses, they go, I can do this. I want to do this. So we get very, so many competitors and now we're blending in. It's kind of like, Mm. if you're the only grocery store in a town of 10,000 people, like you can have awful customer service. (laughs) You could like tell people not to come back. Like don't ever shop here again every time they come in, but they're going to come back because they need to eat and you're the only person there. Right. But the second you get one, two, three, four competitors, well, you start to blend in, they don't come back Mm. to you anymore. And so when Mm. you have, like, let's just say you're a weight loss coach and you title a video, how to lose 10 pounds. Like, cool. That's the same title as 10,000, literally 10,000 other videos online It doesn't matter how good you are. The audience is going to perceive you the same as everyone else. And they're going to skip right over your video and they have to make a decision between 10,000 other people. So I always say there's three things we need. We need to get eyeballs on us. We need to keep the eyeballs on us. And then we need to create demand while while the eyeballs are on us. And you should be doing that with your content. When you do that with your content, you're able to stand out, build an audience really fast but you're also able to sell without people realizing you're selling. And and I want to make a, a very clear distinction is that there's a difference between making a pitch and selling. So, like you know, Colin, at the end of a webinar, you're going to want to pitch your program. But I but people should already have a desire and a demand mm-hmm. before so. that happens. And that happens because you're technically selling before, but you're really just kind of creating demand. So that's that's kind of the big problem of what mm-hmm. we we solve for people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know, if you're listening, you probably resonate with some, some of that, some of that unheardness, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you, you're still trying to work out what your messaging is and what, what really resonates with your audience. And so I would love to know, like, talk to me about what does messaging actually mean? Because messaging is, you know, a phrase that we use in the industry. And I think a lot of the time people don't understand like how important messaging is yeah. and to be quite frank i think you are the best person right now in the world at messaging like you're one of the smartest people i know Thanks, and you're the person i go to when i'm like hey what's like a sharper angle we could create to break through the clutter and the you know the and and you know resonate with the audience even more and so talk to us about what is messaging
1: like what is it about yeah, it, to keep it super simple, messaging is basically your communication, and and uh, it's communicate, It's well, it's I guess it's two parts. It's understanding what your message is. So, what are you here to say? Who are you here to help? Um, like the first part of what we do with people is getting very clear on who they are as a person, their values, their thing, all that stuff. What change they will make? What transformation? How do you make it? And get very clear on what that is. So it's that's that that to me is your your that's your message. And then there's two, the second part of it is how you're going to communicate that. So it's your communication. So it's understanding what you want to say and being very clear on it. And that's honestly one of the biggest problems is people just mm. aren't, they don't know how to clearly communicate or to what they do to, for people. And that stems from not even understanding yourself. Like you're just, again, survey, like doing all these random topics because you're mm. surveying people, but it's again, part one understanding the message and then number two, and this is the one that mo- some people do that work and some of you listeners probably have done that work, but then the second. So part can is- I
0: clarify, done the yep. work of surveying the audience or done the work of finding out what you stand for?
1: Uh, what you stand for. So some yeah. people have done the work of like, here's the transformation. Here's how I want to help people. Here's right. who I'm going to help. Here's what my message is. Here's what my purpose is. Like some people are clear on that, like, but not everyone is. And actually a lot of people aren't, and they yeah. don't even realize it yet. So that's the first part of it. The second part is how, now that we are clear on that, how do we actually communicate this so that people automatically go, I need it. I want it. That makes sense. And I like you. Hmm. And what I always, the example I always give is like, um, and you'll understand this one because you have kids, but sometimes it's really difficult for my son to clean his room. And you know, if my message in my household was like, Hey, tonight at seven o'clock, William's room needs to be clean. Like that's my message. I'm very clear on the message. I'm very clear on the transformation that's going to happen in his room, right? Like it's here's what we need to have happen. My own mind all happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I need to figure out how to communicate it. And mm. I can communicate it as, "Hey, William, go clean your room and do it now," because I'm your dad and I told you to go do it. Or I could communicate it as, "Hey, Will, did you know that Superman cleans his room in five minutes? Like I saw a video; he did it in five minutes. Can you beat Superman? Like, let's time you." Like, which way do you think my message is more likely to land? Probably mm-hmm. the second way. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, and honestly, that's what I love doing the most. Like, I love helping people get clear on what they are, who they are and what they do and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's incredibly powerful, but I absolutely love showing people how to communicate it mm-hmm. so that it hits their audience and their automatic audience. Doesn't have to think about anything. They automatically go make sense. My mind's blown. I love this person. I need more. And there's, so there's those two parts and together those two things, create messaging. And when you're clear on that, it literally transforms everything. It transforms your content. Like you, like what you teach, it transforms your webinars, it transforms mm-hmm. your emails, your ads, and, um, all of them, you know, all of it should be cohesive. You know, the same message and messaging should be brought through all of that stuff. And usually people have disjointed funnels and messaging all over the place. And they're like, I don't know how to explain this. So it resonates with people that's what we help. That's what we fix. Mm. That's what messaging can do.
0: Yeah. So what I'm hearing is like a lot of people create, I mean, that whole of uh, that old school, like unique selling proposition, like the USP. So they create the USP. It's like, this is where, how we're different. This is what we stand for. Right. But then they don't go that next step of going, how do I communicate that in a way right. that the audience, like all audiences is right. pop up and also have an automatic essentially response and go like, I lo- I like you. This is valuable. This is this has shifted my perspective. I would love to stay engaged with this content. And so, right. is that kind of what you're saying? Messaging is,
1: yeah. In in a nutshell, it is. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like talking about, one of the ways I like explaining it, is there's like four phases, four phases yep. that that mm. will happen when people go through content. So, you, let's say you put out a video here's what, here's what your audience does. They're going to go through four phases. And this is what's so hard about messaging is this is invisible to most people. Mm. And so this right now, what I'm about to tell you is going to be one of those like matrix blue pill, red pill type of things. Like once you hear me say this, you're, you're, you're not gonna be able to go back to what you were doing. Cause this is gonna be ringing in your head. What happens is there's four phases. Number one is when you put out a piece of content, there's going to be an experience phase. Okay. So your content, your, your, the audience is going to experience your content they're going to consume it the second they start uh, experiencing it there's going to be an automated response and that automated response will be done by their subconscious mm. and it, it their automated response will be like i like it i don't like it this is great this is boring me whatever you know something like that and we have these automated responses all the time like yeah. how many times do you walk into the kitchen and your spouse says something to you that you didn't like or You know like rubbed you the wrong way you didn't think about okay did they mean this did they not mean it Uh, maybe i should ask them no you had an automated response of how you responded we do this every day and your audience does it with your content they are automatically responding so phase two is they're going to go through an automation period phase three is that automation is going to evoke an emotion so that emotion will come through as this is engaging. This is mind blowing. I feel compelled to watch. Um, I want more or I'm bored. This is stupid. I'm going to leave. And in fact, if you're listening to this podcast right now, this is exactly what you've been doing while you've been listening. And -hmm. if this has been engaging, you're like really curious. What basically what happened is you didn't sit down and go, okay, do I want to keep listening to this? (laughs) What qualifies me as wanting to listen? Is this engaging? Is this boring? I don't let me let me analytically and logically go through this. You don't do that. You have an automated feeling of it's compelling, it's not compelling, it's boring, it's not boring, right? So your audience is going to do the same thing. So so just to recap, where we're at, phase one is experience, phase two is automated response. Uh, whatever that automated response is will evoke an emotion. And then that emotion will move people to phase four, which is they either leave or they stay. Mm. And obviously if they have a great emotion, they will stay. If they don't, they will leave. And Mm. if you have a problem with people leaving your content, not staying through your content, not listening to you, there's something that happened in the experience that caused their automation and emotions to go like, okay, we're out. Mm. And if you're not adjusting the experience, AKA what you're saying and how you're communicating, well, then you're going to continue to have that problem. And so, and it's the same thing, even if you're not getting eyeballs on your content, there's something with the experience of like the titles that you're using or the thumbnails you're using or whatever that's causing people to, to automatically leave.
0: So again, we need. what are eyeballs. some
1: examples of that?
0: Let's talk about yeah. like with titles, because I think sure. you're great at this sort of stuff. Like what's an example that you would use of like a bland title that's not going to stand out? And then like, what's something you could do to, to change that title so that, that it, it resonates
1: better? Yeah, great question. So, I'm just gonna we we brought it up earlier, so I'm gonna just go with it again. But like, yeah. how to lose how to lose ten pounds? You're a weight loss coach, and you title how to lose ten pounds. Let's look at the audience's experience. You're not the only weight loss coach in the world, and in fact, there's probably like a hundred thousand of them. Like, no joke, there probably is. Yeah. And what's gonna happen is there's gonna be like ten thousand videos titled how to lose ten pounds. So. This could be, they could be appearing in the news feed on Facebook or Instagram, or like in the search results of YouTube, there's going to be 10,000 videos titled, how to lose okay. 10 pounds. So let's look at the experience. Well, the experience is, wow, I'm really overwhelmed. Who do I choose? I don't know how to choose. I'm just going to randomly pick one. So you're hoping that people are going to randomly pick one, not a great experience. Um, so let's adjust the experience. So let's adjust the title and some easy ways to do this is to put identities in your titles. And mm. if you are attracting the wrong people in your audience, I'm willing to bet you're not taking advantage of identities in the titles. What do I mean by this? Well, let's adjust that title. So instead of how to lose 10 pounds, it'd be house, how, how stay at home. Moms can mm. lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Well, now what I've done is I've put in an identity stay at home mom. And it doesn't have to be stay at home mom. It could be anything. It could be like how entrepreneur dads can lose 10 pounds, mm. how, whatever. So. Now, I'm literally handpicking who's going to watch my video. So, if I'm a weight loss coach and I want to work with entrepreneur dads, I just use those identities in the title. Mm. Almost no one's doing this. And not only are you going to stand out now, but you actually get an, an automated response of what you want because when you use someone's identity, their mind goes right in and ton- hones in on that identity. So, now we have a great experience and a great automated result, which, which, uh, response, which great evokes a great emotion, which is curiosity, or Mm. they're talking about me or I'm interested, which causes them to stay.
0: Mm.
1: Now, if we want to take it a step further, this might be getting kind of long, but let's just take it a step further. Is that getting really specific on mistakes and pain is a great way to get amazing automated responses. So if I said, if I incorporated, um, some kind of pain in there. So Mm. if I said, how stay at home moms can lose 10 pounds Without working out every day, the pain point is working out every day. No one wants to work out every day. So
0: you're That's saying point. reducing that pain, like addressing reducing, the reduction yeah. of it.
1: Yep. Yep. And then now we have a completely unique title that speaks to a very specific pain, uh, pain point that they want to avoid, which also has their identity in it. And now we have eyeballs on us. And now we just completely shifted the experience, which shifts the automated response, which shifts the emotion, which now causes them to stay versus leave. And that's just one example. Now the next phase is, okay, cool. Now they're consuming our content. So now how do we alter the experience of that content to continue getting them to stay? Mm -hmm. And one of the easiest ways to do this is getting very, very specific. And I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. If you're right now listening to this podcast, I've, I've been on hundreds of podcasts and I've studied this to a T that I know that if you're the type of person who's listening to this podcast, and you're using headphones, you're actually going to retain 50% less information just because you have headphones on. Now that statement, it's not true guys. So if you're wearing headphones, don't freak out. The point like, is, what? is that, yeah, the point That's is, me. is if you were the person wearing headphones while mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, what, even if you weren't really paying attention, you're paying attention. Now, the second I called you out, it sends alarm bells off in your head. Oh my gosh, he's talking about you pay attention. And so just by getting specific, we automatically get people to pay attention. Mm. Now you don't want to be specific for the sake of being specific. Um, So let me, can I give one more example? It's a little drawn out, but yeah, bro, this is great. I mean, this is gold. So if, if let's say you're on a hike and you fell down like into this pit, like this, like there's like a 50 foot thing you fell down into and you're like, how do I get out of here? Someone comes up to you and says, Hey, I see you need help getting out of that pit just in order to get out of this pit, you just need to climb out. Okay. But just make sure that you're, you're going to hold on to like a very secure area. You don't want to fall like halfway through and then just use your legs to like, kind of push yourself up and you'll get to the top. Okay. That's person. Number one person, number two comes up and which by the way, that's not wrong advice, right? Like Mm. that could be helpful. It's not wrong. Those Mm. are all things you want to do. Person number two comes up to you and says, Hey, I see you fell down in the pit. Here's what you need to do go to the right side of the cliff. Okay. You're going to see a root sticking out and it's about one foot above your head. You're going to have to reach up and pull yourself up. Now, when you're doing that, there's three rocks. You're going to use all three rocks to With your feet to pull to to use your legs to push while you're pulling up with the root. Then you're going to want to go sideways about 10 feet to the right, and there's going to be a sandy area. You're going to use your hand and dig out steps in the sand and climb up about 20 feet. And then you're going to move three feet to your left and you're going to see a big rock that you could reach with your left hand. Pull yourself up on that rock. And then you're going to actually be able to go up 10 more feet. And there's a small little ledge. You're going to have to do like a pull up and pull yourself up. But once you're on that little ledge, you will be able to reach the top. Who are you going to listen to? you're probably going to listen to number two. Did number two tell you, I have the solution. I'm better than number one. No, he didn't say anything. He wasn't trying to be better. They weren't trying to say, here's the benefits. If you listen to me, you're going to be able to get out of this cliff. No, he described a solution and what you need to do. So specifically that your subconscious mind automatically goes, that person knows exactly how to get out of this cliff. And he didn't have to say, I've been through this 10 times. I've been through this 50 times. I've done it a million times. No, simply by getting very specific, the mind automatically goes, this is the person with the answer and I'm going to pay attention to them. So when we get accurately specific with pain points, with the mistakes, and then also describing not one solution, but 10, well, now people automatically pay attention to us. And what I always tell people, because most of them describe things as the person number one we want to describe everything as person number two. And the only way to do that is actually to focus on a mastery over your craft because the person that was able to describe that, they probably didn't get out of that cliff just once. They got out of it like 50 times. Mm. And so they just automatically know how to do it. And they're able to describe it on a level that most people don't. And when we have mastery, we're discovering things that other people haven't discovered, which allows us us to teach things that other people can't teach. Mm -hmm. And it allows us to get very, very specific on what we do. Um, so I forgot right. the original question, but
0: <laughs> no, that's great. Like it. we've been on a journey, bro. We've been in
1: a hole. We got out of the <laughs> hole.
0: <laughs> so good. So, so let, let's bring this back to. Let's say you're writing uh, even a video, right, for yeah. an ad or something like that, and let's say you're a weight loss coach. Yeah. Um. What does specificity look like for an ad like that so let's say we go you know are you a stay-at-home mom who wants to lose 10 pounds without working out every single day um um, so that you can you know look after your three kids So like really specific right and then it's right. like in the video specifically um like what are some things that we could call out in that example maybe yep. of like that where th- where they would go oh my gosh that's a hundred percent me
1: yeah great question um, and I should include stay-at-home dads as well, because they might yeah, be some stay-at-home dads. all of them. Well. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> um, I would, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could be a stay-at-home dad. Like, it just sounds like so much yeah. fun. Yeah, <laughs> um, be, oh yeah, but it's a lot more work than working. Uh, it is a lot more work for sure. Um, <laughs> exactly. And we actually get to talk to adults, which is- Exactly, <laughs> totally. Man,
0: I, I, like work is like a break. When I, I didn't understand that until I had kids. Eh? I was like, when I stay at home with the kids for a day, I'm like, holy moly, like I need to have a break and go to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> it's so true. So true. Um, okay. So going to the question or back yeah. to the question about this, this thing. Like this
0: specificity. Thing. So like in terms of them, like um, really resonating, like what are some things that you look for, even just in a video, like oh, let's say you're doing a video and yeah. like, what are some, some things that people can do in a video? Cause I know video is a big um, vehicle that you deliver right. content through. It's not the only vehicle, but it's a, a big vehicle. Um, what are some things that even just like video tips and ideas yeah. that people should do in their content to make it more engaging, more resonate um, and keep them keep them coming back?
1: Great question. Uh, the couple of steps here. Step one would be being aware of the language you're using. And what I always say is, how do you say something without saying it? So most people say things like, "Look, this video is gonna be relevant to you if you're overwhelmed, you're frustrated, and um, you know, de- depressed, or I don't know, whatever." I will tell that person, "How do you say overwhelmed without saying overwhelmed?" And hmm. like, what do you mean? I'm like, "Don't say the word overwhelmed, but tell me that I'm overwhelmed." So it might be something like, if you're a parent, it would be something like, uh, "Well, let me just give an example." So, if I was doing a video of like how to get how to get my kids to school on time. um, I might say something like, instead of saying you're overwhelmed with your morning routine, I would say this video is going to be really really relevant to you. If you spend, if you yell at your kids more than two times every morning to try to get them out the door and you really, really worry almost every morning that they're not eating enough food and they're going to be hungry at, at school. And like now, I great. I just described overwhelm without saying the word overwhelm, but I also got so specific that their, the audience's subconscious goes, this applies to me. So if we look at those four phases, they had experienced automated responses like, oh my God, that's me. The emotion is this person has the solution, therefore they stay. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we did, were able to do that was because we got very specific. So I always say, how do you say something without saying something? And there's two things mainly to focus on. Um, Number one is pain points. And the number two is going to be mistakes. And when you combine those two together and you're specific with them, people will automatically assume that you have the answer because the only way to get that specific on stuff is because you've lived it yourself and you've come out the other side. And it reminds me of like, if you can, that whole,
0: that old saying of like, You know, describing the problem that your audience is experiencing better than they can describe it themselves. Right, where it's like you enter the conversation that all they're already having subconsciously in their mind, but they may Mm -hmm. not be able to articulate it that accurately. And you enter it, and if you can describe the problem so well, better than they they do, they automatically assume you
1: probably have the solution. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's amazing. I've never heard it worded that. Like that before, but that's a hot. Yeah, I love that. That's a hundred percent true, mm. and that's really what we're we're doing. And again, I always tell people, like your avatar, the person that you should be helping. If you've gone through the transformation yourself, which is probably the majority of people, yeah, most people. Um, just look at you. What were you doing? Like, what were your mistakes? What were your feeling? Mm. What was your morning routine? Because to me, that is our that was our morning routine. Like mm. a year ago, our morning routine was like I yelled the kids at least two times. Like <laughs> totally. Grab your jacket. Stop throwing food at your sister's head. Like get out the door. Like, okay, great. you can, now there's hummus in your hair. Let's let's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you know and, like, oh, that was me. and then when we got the kids off to of school, I would feel bad for yelling at them. Mm. And so, that that whole pain point of what I described was literally me. That I, I, the only reason I knew that that was a thing because that's what I did. Yes, and I, I know that other parents are going to be experiencing the same thing. So you you just speak from experience again, which is why like mastery is so important over your craft. Mm. Here's the hidden thing that most people don't realize of like what's really going on, is that when you describe mistakes, mistakes are the biggest the biggest one to talk about. So you talk about here's the pain you're experiencing, which gets them to go like, okay, this is me. Then you, when you describe the mistakes, this is what is really what drives it home because mistakes are essentially actions, right? You're taking an action, mm-hmm. action and it's it's producing a result that you don't want. People have problems and those problems occur because they're taking actions. The thing that you have to realize is that they're not aware that those actions are causing the problem because if they were, then they wouldn't be taking those actions anymore, Right. So, what I look at is like, how do we raise awareness to mistakes and actions people are taking? This and like this is huge. If you can make someone aware of an action they're taking that's actually causing the problem and they weren't aware of that, that's mind-blowing to them. So if you've had, if you've created content or messaging or whatever, and you've never had someone tell you this is mind-blowing, then I guarantee you have not focused on raising their awareness to things. And what I tell people all the time is like, look, there's more ways to add value into people's lives besides information. Information is great and we do it, but there's a reason why encyclopedias are not the top of the best-selling charts, right? You know, like yeah. no one, no one wants more and more information. They want these aha moments mm. and telling them and making them aware of like, Hey, this action you're taking is causing the problem. That's a beautiful way to add value without giving a boring tutorial, which again, by the way, we still want tutorials and we still want how to come. We want all that stuff. It just shouldn't be hundred percent of what we do. So that is that is absolutely key. Is if you can start to focus on specific mistakes and pain points, and you talk about them together. Which, by the way, is what I did at the beginning of this call when I said, "Here's the pain." And when mm-hmm. you asked me to describe the unheard, I said, "Basically, hey, said here's the very <laughs> specific pain," and I said, "Here's the mistakes." Yes. And what that does is it brings awareness to actions you're taking that are actually causing the problem. And if you just stop taking those actions, then your problems will go away. So to give one more example, um, most people don't know this about me, but I was an NCAA um, Division One cross country and track runner. Had a full ride to run, and I can teach someone how to run underneath a five minute mile. I've done it hundreds of times, and almost even broke four minutes. Like I'm just like I can do it. I, I know how to teach it. But if someone's stuck at like 515 and they just can't get the last like ten seconds off, sometimes telling them what to stop doing is going to be the thing that's going to get them to break the five minute mile, not telling them what to do. Hmm. And like, if I looked at them and they came to me like Brandon, I just can't get these last 10 seconds off. I would analyze what are they doing? And I'd look at their shoes like, oh, you're running in trainers and you should be running in track spikes because they're lighter. And because your shoes are heavier, you're actually carrying like an extra hundred pounds per race. Like every foot lift is like, you know, Hmm. whatever ounces it adds up to like a hundred pounds. Switching shoes could knock 15 seconds off of your time. So stop wearing those shoes. What I did is I raised their awareness to a mistake they were making and told them what to stop doing. And that could have been the one thing that propelled them to get the result that they wanted. Mm. And so your content should be doing both, but we have to start by raising awareness to things that they're not aware of. And getting very specific on mistakes is a beautiful way to do that. That's great. For me, what's coming up is I feel like
0: people don't, understand or spend enough time to get masterful at explaining the problem, the pain, the mistakes, um, the specificities in their marketing, um, their messaging, um, yeah. When they're communicating with their audience, they kind of like, it's like, you know, you've got a lot going on in your business and it's like people just either, either they are lazy with that or they just don't understand like how to actually do that. Right. Is that kind and, of what you notice people do? They're kind of like almost like, yeah, like just kind of too broad
1: brushed. It's there's just too broad and they just, it. The, what makes this tricky is that all the stuff I'm talking about are invisible. And so mm. if you were just to look at someone that was really successful, with how to content, you'd be like, they're just doing how to videos. But if you looked at like Simon Sinek or someone like that, like, yeah, the video might be titled how to, but if, you're not aware of these like invisible communication things they're doing. You're just going to label that as how-to content. Then you're going to do how-to content. And then you're not going to get the results. You're going to be like, what's up? Well, they're doing things you're not aware of. You're you're doing things that are invisible. And that's the biggest problem is that people just don't know, number one, they should be doing it. And then number two, they don't know How? And if you look at everyone that's been blowing up, they've all been doing exactly what I'm telling you. And a perfect example of this, I don't know if you follow her or not, is um, the Holistic Psychologist on Instagram. Okay, no, I don't. I'll just check her out. Check her out. Yeah, her content's great, but just as a communication, like a a great communicator, she's amazing. And what she does is, is when you read her content, She's so specific on what she's talking about that she gets the audience to self-identify that's me, or I'm going to categorize under myself under this. So she creates categories of certain things and all, it's all like psychological stuff and like trauma-based stuff and whatever. But she, she's over the last couple of years went from like, I don't know, I think maybe four or five years, she went from like zero followers on Instagram to, I think she might be at like five or 6 million now, like just really fast growth. And that's what she does. And when you, she's also, what she's doing is giving ex, explanations to things that have been unexplained to people, you know, like she had this, um, quote up there that said something like, if you're an over explainer, which I, I was, and sometimes still am, she says, it's usually a result of childhood trauma, um, of not being heard by a, a parent figure. Wow. And when I read that, it's a very simple quote, when I read that I self-identified my, again, I went through those four phases, of my own head and I decided to stay because she said over explainer, That's who I was. I self-identified. It was my identity. Then she explained a problem. She gave me an explanation as to why I do that, that I was never explained to before. And again, she's, what she's really doing is raising my awareness. And then I am going, wow, yeah, that's, that was me. I, I know, like, I can see that in my childhood, those moments of where I wasn't being heard. And I didn't realize that it's causing me to do this now. Now what's beautiful about that is she added a great amount of value into my life because I now had an explanation to something that was unexplained in my life. She Mm -hmm. brought, she raised my awareness, but she never told me how to fix it. And so Mm -hmm. what that does is it starts to create demand. So you can create Mm -hmm. amazing amount of value in someone's life, but also create desire and demand at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of her content does this and when she opens up her membership, there's no launch. There's no like webinar. There's no, whatever it basically is like, Hey, we're going to open up membership, get on the wait list. There's a link. And, <laughs> and, and she says, what we're going to do is you have to be on the wait list. If you're not on the wait list, you will not get into our program. And we're going to send invite emails out in waves because otherwise we will crash the servers. And that's what started happening to her is she was like, Hey, hey cart's open, crazy. and they're crashing the servers. Yeah. So they literally in order to sell, have to just say it's open. There's no mm-hmm. like, there's no sales mechanism. Wow. And and that's because a lot of her content is giving explanations mm-hmm. of things that like people are suffering. You know, you 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 help people go through a transformation. You you help their lives. They're suffering in some way, and she's helping explain why you're suffering and the mistakes you're making, and then the, all the most of the how. She does do some how-to content too, but yeah. most of the how is going to be in. Her program. Mm, Yeah. And so she's a perfect example of someone who's doing everything that I'm talking
0: about today. That's fascinating. So she doesn't talk about the unheard entrepreneur. She talks about the unheard child.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much.
0: It's like, that's me. That was me. Yeah. I'm unheard. Yeah. I need to do your program.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Dude, you're going
0: to be going deep into, if this has been valuable for uh, anyone who's listening, I trust it has. Even for me, I've got like some really cool notes down here. It always inspires me uh, when I chat with you about messaging and going deeper into this and getting masterful at it. Um, I know you're going to be going deep into a lot of your messaging secrets Yep. and content and structures and all the different, you know, the various types of content that you can create in a three-part video series. Can you just chat with us what the three-part video series is about? Uh, and then we'll share, and then I'll share what the link is and where people yeah. can get access to it.
1: Yeah. So we're, we're doing the three-part series and it's, it's all live. So I'll be able to answer like questions and and do things like that too. Um, and it's, it's basically three days long and I call it I don't know what to call it if it's bootcamp workshop, whatever, but it doesn't, yeah. isn't your like typical webinar type of thing. Like we're going to go deep, like Colin said, and we're going to go through a lot of the concepts we talked about today, but bring a little more like tangible con like context to it. Like today, I know I didn't talk about like, Hey, you can use this form of content or this form of content. We'll do that on this, on mm-hmm. this thing. So we're going to go deep into the concepts. We're going to start going through some of the mistakes that you may be making right now that I can bring awareness to, to get you to stop doing. Um, and then we're going to leave you with like a full plan of what you should be doing. And, um, basically I promise you this, that if you are unheard and you've been putting out content and you have, you are the person with a really big heart, you know, you can help people and you know, you're good at what you do. And you know, you know what you're talking about by the end of this workshop you will know exactly why you aren't getting any eyeballs, why you're not able to keep people and why you're not able to create demand and how to start fixing that. And so that's what we're here to do is there's so many people like you listening to this right now that just want to help people. And like, I want to help you do that. Like there's so much suffering in the world and all of us with the big heart want to stop that suffering. And I want to show you how to do that. And we're going to help you do that on this um, three-part series. Yeah, and I love this, and I, and I personally, you know, wanted to get behind
0: this series because I think that your messaging content just couples so well with the stuff that we do with our our academy and 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 all the all the strategies that we teach on the podcast and so forth. So, um, if anyone wants to uh, get access to that free series, it's a limited series, so take action on it right now. I would recommend you to literally just. You know, put this into your URL straight away. You can get access, which is uh, colinboyd.co. So it's C C-O, Colin O, colinboyd.co, C O L I N B O Y D.co forward slash Brandon. So it's B R A N D O N, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> uh, I like
1: how you, you pronounce the Don because there's so many other.
0: <laughs> names the Don, there's, <laughs> there's Dan and then there's N and then there's like E yeah. N and A N and Brandon, like the <laughs> Don. You're going to hear from the Don uh (laughs) i love it b-r-a-n-d-o-n but we'll put a link for that in the show notes uh but definitely check that out honestly like i feel like the revelations you're going to have as part of that training series uh will be phenomenal. And I, you know, hand on heart can recommend Brandon's work. And I always, you know, I, I, I've I, been through his program. I, I look at what he does. I I ask him questions all the time. Like he's the dude I go to when I when I want to get some really sharp messaging happening and really break through the clutter. So uh hundred percent recommend his stuff. So guys, yeah. I hope this has been helpful. Brandon, can you leave us with uh one inspiring
1: motivation for our listeners yeah. uh if they're really wanting to go after their messaging. Well I just want to say that if you are a fan of Colin, you're going to love what we have because they go so hand in hand. I remember when I first met Colin, yeah. he started talking about his philosophies on webinars, and I was like, oh my God, it's the same thing as me. Yeah. You just become best friends. Like, <laughs> totally. It's, just,
0: it's, it's like we've
1: just got a different word for the same thing almost. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, but here's here's the thing that I'll, I'll leave everyone with is that I, what I really want is I really want you to just be very clear on who it is that you are. And I want you to stand up for what you believe in. And I want you to stand up for the change that you wanna make in the world. And at the end of the day, we've gotta stop worrying about like, who's gonna follow us, who's not gonna follow us. And you just have to understand you are the light that will attract the audience. They're gonna be there because of your beliefs, your core values. And the deeper, you know, yourself, the deeper connection you're going to have with your audience. And I just see so many people controlled by the external world, like fear of haters. Are people going to like this? No, let me just show you how to remember who you are and communicate to the world. So people are drawn to you and and then create demand for your stuff. And that's what we're here to do. So my last piece of advice is just remember who you are and, and remember that you are the light that's going to attract the audience. And that seems very simple, but when you truly understand that it, it can shift a lot for you. Dude, that's beautiful. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Guys,
0: get yourself signed up to the uh, training series. It's going to be phenomenal no matter what. And um, yeah, I'm excited about the contribution you're going to make into people's lives. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.